0: Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now consider yourself the listener properly advised. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm Mallory.
1: I'm so glad you remembered your name this week. <laughs> I did. i <I'm> Mickey.
0: <laughs> and we're so excited to have everyone listening this week. Um, we have a little something different on the docket.
1: I think this is a lot different. So obviously we do talk about Hedo a lot, which when you guys are listening to this right now, that's where we are. Yeah. We're at Hedo. drinks. Yeah. 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 It's in my head, I'm already there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm ready, but I'm not ready. Right. And by the way, don't hate, just masturbate. Oh. <sighs>
1: I don't want to masturbate. I already had sex today. <laughs> it was good. Thanks for that. Yeah. I got back from taking the boy to school and you were like, hey. Yeah, and I was, like, I was hey. ready. I was so ready. Yeah. And what else is different? We got new audio gear this week. We
0: did. We did. This looks very professional. I'm I'm shaking with excitement. And I you're looking at the mixer bus buttons right now. Do not play with the sound effects. I just want to touch the button. I know you do. Can I just touch one of them? I don't think our listeners will appreciate that. No,
1: I don't think they will either. So it's funny because Kate and Daryl from Swinging Down Under, and this was totally unplanned, totally unplanned got basically the same setup oh, shit. like a week before we got ours <laughs> and so she thinks i'm a copycat asshole she's like fuck you you suck and i'm like no no seriously it's just good stuff and yeah that's why i bought
0: it great and, minds think alike right no
1: well, i don't know she has a great mind i'm just an asshole but it uh it is amazing stuff so now there's probably two shows with decent audio because uh well maybe she figured out how to use theirs before we did but
0: yeah yeah we're winging it this morning
1: yeah we're totally figuring it out but this show is a really big deal for us. We've been planning this show for you guys since November.
0: Yeah, since before November because we um, coordinated these interviews before we even got to Jamaica.
1: And We did. And so this interview uh, today, this show, which is Season 1, Episode 14 of Casual Swinger, is called A Living History of Hedonism 2. And this piece is called The Ultimate Ambassador.
0: Perfect title yeah, perfect title for uh, the person that we interviewed. Um Howard um is the gentleman, and you'll get to learn a lot about him, a lot about the resort, a lot about the history. But he is literally the ultimate ambassador. He's been going there for what thirty eight years?
1: yeah, he's been going there since it was Negro Beach Village, yeah, which is absolutely insane uh but before we get into that let's talk a little bit about you know what we're going to be doing this week at hito um first of which there's no segment today so no. this episode no. is going to be just our beginning here and then we're going to get into our, our our interview we have actually two interviews that we did with howard on the beach that's true so if you hear waves in the background and it sounds like we're at hito it's because we were and we are and that was fun it was a lot of fun, and you know that's when we got the idea for the Naked Truth to do interviews, ass naked because we were all ass naked. And we did the interview, yeah. so that was kind of fun. Um, but what are we doing? So we play a game on Twitter. Uh, so a lot of people, if you guys have been with us with Rachel's Rascals or you've been to the uh, to while we're there, you'll notice, you'll see me from a mile away because I wear outrageous. Top hats.
0: When he says outrageous, I mean, some of these things are three feet tall. He's not kidding, which is great for me because then I never lose you. I always know where you're at. Um, (laughs) Right. But he stuffs an object, and it usually relates to the day. It relates to the day or what we're
1: doing or maybe it's something sexy.
0: And he sticks it under his hat. So throughout the day, you have to guess what's under the hat. And this is on the beach, this is on social media, and we're bringing it to our listeners at least, what, twice while we are. we're there?
1: We are. We're going to do it twice while we're there, and the game is called What's Under My Hat. Yes. It's really simple. I'm going to post a picture on Twitter, and you guys have to guess what's under my hat.
0: This It's one of my favorite parts of the trip because people will come up with some outlandish shit. They really and, do.
1: Like, is it a gnome? Do you have I, a yard gnome under your hat? I,
0: I want to give them prizes just for like great, creative Right. Like, you sure know, thing. Guesses. I packed a
1: fucking yard gnome and brought it to hedonism <laughs> and put it under my hat. You're a genius. How the hell did you think of that?
0: <laughs> I love that. Is it a threesome?
1: Oh, wait a minute. What about Super Dave and Sea Monkeys? Oh, every sea day. sea One day I have to put fucking sea monkeys under my hat because he guessed it every Every day. single day. Every day. So I put something under my hat. You guys guess what it is and you win cool casual swinger swag. Now, we will give you the opportunity to pick whether you want casual swinger swag or Hedo Bum swag, which you mm-hmm. guys don't know is we're a production of a company called Hedo Bum. Uh, what that means is that's our little production company that runs our podcast and Hedo Bum because we love the hedonist lifestyle. Uh, is why we called it hito bum we mm-hmm. love the pursuit of pleasure and uh, we can put that on any of our shirts as well for you guys so if we do any swag for you guys it could be hito bum branded or casual swinger branded
0: excellent so are you actually ready for this week mm. I like i feel ready but i'm looking out at our empty suitcases going mm.
1: Yeah, I, I I think you packed enough medication to save the island from any calamity <laughs> that might befall them. Though,
0: hey, do not call out my paranoias and my uh, idiosyncrasies. I'm going to be naked to rel- all week,
1: so I don't really need clothes. I need I, a T-shirt to get there. I always, always over prepare. I, well, I
0: always over prepare because stuff like that's harder to get down there
1: yeah so. well the things we really need are the stuff for our games yes so like what kind of games uh are we playing this week do you want to oh talk about those a little bit? people might get a kick out of that we
0: have so many <laughs> so many games planned uh my favorite is going to be probably rascal feedy which is essentially finger painting without fingers yeah you have and we can- don't have canvas so yeah. that's got to
1: be your partner
0: yeah so you there's a canvas mm-hmm. um and then there's an artist or artist's and it, it turns into either a human slipping slide or uh, the... What was it? The frog jumps. Oh, yeah. on Where she painted her pussy last Oh, she put pussy year. lips
1: all the way up his all, chest. All the way down. So So naturally... That she he gets on the ground or she gets on the ground and he's like fine turnabout's fair play he puts paint all over the underside oh, of his yeah, balls Spartan, yeah. squats over her face and gives her a Spartan helmet down the front of her face her his balls were in her eye sockets this <laughs> <his> print <laughs> was down her, her nose and it just and then of course they just started wrestling and it they looked like they were covered in shit because if you if you combine every every color, color it's together. brown it's all, every colors brown. everyone
0: ends up really, yeah brown
1: covered in sand and paint and
0: I did remember to. Um, soap and body wash for oh, the outdoor God. shower because we stood there the first time we played this and we're all covered in paint and starting to dry and crack and we're like um
1: this isn't good now what do we do yeah this isn't good and Does you don't want to get in the ocean that's not cool you, no, you definitely elsewhere. not so uh that's rascal Feedy. we got some other games we're playing this week we were playing a game we call dick stick yeah and uh <laughs> so we we just <laughs> got in a box of suction cup dildos there's literally a box of dicks
0: Which is hilarious because I see your name on this package and I totally forgot that you had this inspiration for this game and I'm, you know, working and trying to get organized for the trip. And I open a bag of dicks.
1: A giant bag of dicks. They're big dicks. They're not even little dicks.
0: So my hesitation is one. Did I order these? Are these my dicks? (laughs) Whose dicks are these? I had to look at the label. I'm like, what if these belong to one of the children?
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing that I have to remember is to take all of your dicks out of my luggage before I travel for work so I don't get... Pulled get, over by the TSA again. I
0: got news for you. You're totally carrying my dicks in your bag. Awesome. That's happening. Her dicks
1: are in my bag, folks. Uh, but then we got that game, and then we have Bootylicious. Yes. And we have Guitar Hero. Guitar so Heroes already. This a is going to be a really epic week for games. We're having a good time doing this. Um, but you know what? The last thing I think that uh, is transportation. Let's talk about you know what's <sighs> going on here. Right. There's so
0: many ways. Once you get into um, Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with going to hedonism, you can do um, the transport there usually. Sun holiday, yeah, and that's usually holidays. paid through like the group or the resort. However, you it's the cheapest
1: way to get from point A to point it B. It is,
0: and, and it's a lot of fun. And, I, and there's many times that I miss it because you get to pre meet a lot of the people you're going to be spending this week with, and it turns into kind of a party bus and a get to know you bus. And you immediately have friends the second you walk onto the resort, which well, we is met always really cool. One of
1: our best friends on the yes,
0: bus, yes.
1: Uh, and and we met that we didn't even know how no. close we were going to be. They were no. traveling with uh, pole pressure. Yes, and they came in with a different group and ended up being one of us. And
0: they're amazing. They're yeah, amazing. They're awesome. And again, that's a perfect example of why I miss it so much. We take a private car. We do, which is actually a bus. It's uh, Mr. Reasonable. They've been so good to us over the years. But with all the luggage and stuff that we bring on and down to the resort, we have to get. You know our own transportation because there's no way that we would fit with us in our luggage. Oh hell no! Uh-uh, no on it's, a it's, it's, transfer no bus,
1: way. so no, it's, there's just no way, and it's it's absolutely unbelievable yeah. how much crap we bring with us. And it, and Mister Reasonable is is amazing. Yeah, uh, good I mean, people. Yeah, he just ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So my favorite though is, and I'm I'm not going to do it justice is Tim Air. Tim Air. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim Air. <Error. laughs> <laughs> You're is such is a tour It's a small aircraft that takes you directly out of the airport uh, terminal once you get through customs and security, grab your luggage, and you take a hard right.
1: A small aircraft. It's a fucking go kart with it a prop. Literally like, it's, It literally is. It's tiny. Is.
0: And I'm I'm terrified of heights. I I even don't do well on commercial flights. But getting on this little plane, I was scared shitless. But it's some of the most beautiful views of Jamaica I've ever seen. Oh yeah. And And it's it's, it's it's one to four people. It's not the cheapest way, but it is the fastest way because it's what a 20 minute
1: ride. You can fit as many as six in their big Cessna, depending on how much luggage you have. And we had a shitload of luggage. And so we flew last time we flew Tim Air two years ago. Tim Air. Yeah. Uh, So I was in the front seat with the pilot. And so he hands me the controls. And oh the gosh. ladies are in the back flipping shit because I was like, "Hey, it's Grand Theft Auto Jamaica edition." Pretty much,
0: and the way Mickey plays Grand Theft Auto is he can't land to save his fucking life. Literally, no. it's always a crash landing. And so he has the controls. I'm in the back seat going terrible, terrible fucking plan.
1: I'm stepping a ball, <laughs> yeah. so naturally the pilot's like, well, "What do you want me to do?" And they're like, "Take the controls back." And I'm like, "I think he needs to see some titties if we're gonna if we're gonna you know give the controls back." So yeah, you know- I was
0: like, "I will show you my anus if you just." <laughs> Take the fucking controls back right now! <laughs> I was
1: having a great time. I was going to fly to Kingston. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really awesome. Not but, how I so wanted. so you do have some options when you come in there, and you know, don't forget if you're a travel agent, it doesn't matter what travel agent you use, it doesn't matter who you go with, um, they're going to offer you MoBay. Yes. You come in on a Saturday? Friday,
0: Saturday, Sunday.
1: Take it. Take you're it. You're leaving on a Sunday or a Saturday. Take right. it. Yep.
0: And those are really high traffic days for that airport. Yeah. And you can literally be in that line for hours. Yes. And it's And it we've sucks. done it before. Right. And nothing
1: f- worse than landing and going, fucking A, I'm yeah. here. I'm in Jamaica. Let's party and waiting in a two and a half hour yeah. line of customs.
0: Yes. And at early midweek, it's a 50 50. We always use it in the event that we need it. There are some, there are some times we've come in and we just. Walk right through with the rest of the people. Like, yeah, well, no and when you're bringing in,
1: you know, 200 casual swinger koozies, and the custom agent says, um "You're going to sell these? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to give them away." No, no, you're going to sell them. You're going to give us a hundred and fifty dollar tariff on these. Yes, it's like uh, so. Mobay actually is a little better for that too. They they tend to be a little nicer if you have Mobe, yes, so. correct. Uh, and you know, so we're not breaking any laws. We're giving the shit away, but you know, that doesn't mean they believe us. <laughs> That's true. That's true so yeah let's talk about howard for a minute the ultimate ambassador
0: i love howard so much and when this airs it's his birthday week
1: yes this is for his birthday we saved this for his birthday he's been asking us guys are you ever gonna release my interview yeah we are howard we love you to death man and he has been going uh it was 38 years when we recorded this interview so it's 39 years now Um, He's at Hedo right now. He's been there for like four weeks. He goes six to eight weeks a year. He's gonna talk about some blasts from the past, what it used to be like, some of the old GMs, some of the old entertainment staff. If you are a longtime Hedo veteran of any length, he's probably going to talk about somebody you know and love and remember. He did it to me. He talked about Robert and his jerk chicken sauce. Yes. I still have the recipe. You found it the other day. I did.
0: When we moved from Virginia to Florida, it was still pinned to your old office wall, and it's in my recipe One of my most prized possessions. That jerk
1: chicken recipe is Yeah.
0: But Uh, I had so much fun having conversations with him, and I hope our listeners feel like they're there, you know, um, spending that time with us and with him Uh, We could have talked for hours, hours and hours. I love his stories. I love his feedback.
1: Well, yeah, we finished up with the interview in like half an hour, right? And we came back because howard came and found us again because i just remembered more stuff
0: i, I get messages all the time that he's like i'm ready for another one i have more stories for you
1: and it's like okay uh we'll figure this out we'll make this a longer episode it's it is what it is i mean our last episode was hugely long we didn't mean it to be um i just used a trump word huge uh but <laughs> oh, you know it's i, wah,
2: wah. I, <laughs> I almost
1: pressed the <laughs> button oh don't press the button awful. Uh, cool. but you know it's a testament to the this this resort is so impactful. It is. And people care this much and, and go that long that Howard had all those stories to tell and came back to us and said, I want to do this again. Uh, so happy birthday, Howard. You're listening to this episode right now. We're thinking of you today. We're going to be thinking of you next week. We're going to be thinking of you while we're at Hedo. Uh, we're glad to be your friend. And uh, we think that what you do for the folks at Sandy Hook, what you do for the Super oh, yeah, Bowl the party, reunion,
0: Yeah, and he hosts uh, the, the Super Bowl party at Hedonism every year yeah
1: yeah this guy is an icon and we call him the ultimate ambassador for hedonism too and we're not fucking around this guy is everything and he talks about some of the other things we're going to do this is a three-part series mm-hmm. this three-part series is uh it's it's everything and we this whole thing is called a living history of hedonism too but this piece is about a guest the ultimate mm-hmm. ambassador the next piece we call the winds of change and the winds of change is when everything changed at hedo everything changed at Hedo what uh, a few just a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, when super clubs basically lost control of the resort we're going to talk about that in the next episode with the guy that is widely credited and credited by Hedo. Uh, by uh, Howard Howard thank you mm-hmm. uh, in this episode with saving hedonism too his name mm-hmm. is John Gross mm-hmm. and then the last piece is the Hedonist-in-Chief. Yes. And we're interviewing him this week while we're at HEDO. So this is going to come out a little bit later. It's going to be the next episode in the series and the finale for A Living History of Hedonism too. and that is one Mr. Harry Lang. So we're coming I for got you, goosebumps.
0: Harry. I I got yeah. goosebumps. It's also his birthday week.
1: It's his birthday too, but him we're coming for him. Yeah. I already told him we want to interview him while we're on site. And he said, yeah, I almost caught him while he was in Tokyo, but I'm glad we didn't because I get to see him while we talk to him.
0: Yeah. Those are, those are two people I could literally sit down and talk with all day and all night.
1: He likes to dance with you. So
0: I love dancing with him too.
1: <laughs> He's a ballroom dancer. He's classically trained. He
0: really so. is. Like it's intimidating. I like to dance. I'm, I'm not a savant. Like I, I, I'm novice at best.
1: Yeah, well, it's a good time. But hey, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us and let's let these folks hear from our friend, Howard Herenstein.
0: All right, guys. Well, while we're enjoying the Jamaican Sun, please hit us up, send us your feedback, podcast at casualswinger.com. You can find us at casualswinger.com. and we are Casual Swinger Everywhere. That is Cassidy SLS, SDC, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget to keep checking Twitter this week so you can play What's Under My Hat with us.
1: That'll do it, guys. Welcome, Howard Herenstein. This is a living history of hedonism to the ultimate ambassador. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. So we're here at Hedonism Two, where this casual swinger. I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory, and we are here with Howard. Howard, we're not going to use your last name That's today, fine. but uh, Howard, you are a longtime resident of Hedonism Two. Very, right? very long time. Yeah, I started coming in 1980 when it was Negril Beach Village. Wow, Negril Beach Village. So how long was it Negril Beach Village before they changed it to Hedonism Two? Um,
3: I think it started in 1975, and it changed over in 1981. Wow. But. In 1980, when I first came, I swore I would never come back.
0: Really? F- Why is that?
3: The food was horrendous. <laughs> to go to the beach, you had to walk way down past where the point is. You had to drag one of these heavy metal chairs with you. And to get a drink, you used to have to walk over to the Prude Bar.
1: Wow. wow. Which is a long way. So. Uh, this resort is, uh, what, 90 acres or something? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. believe so. Somewhere in 90 acres? I That's mean, a heck prime, of a walk.
3: It's prime, prime property.
1: Yeah, it really and is.
3: Point Village wasn't there at the time. It was all little coves, and so you drove the stuff over there, you sat in the cove for the day, and hoped you didn't have to pee or need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so when we used to go get drinks, we used to get drunk at the bar and walk back.
0: <laughs> it's fantastic. So I know how we stumbled upon hedonism too, especially in this day and age with the internet. So how did you find out?
3: Just going through travel brochures. I had a lot of friends that were travel agents. Okay. Pulled out a brochure, Brochures, and I saw this crazy place, you know, that had nude sunbathing. And at the time, I think with airfare, it was about $1,500 a couple.
2: So it was so, dirt cheap so compared to today. So that was a day. good deal. Yeah. I mean,
3: this was 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came back in 1981, but we went to couples in Ocho Rios, mm-hmm. and it was so boring the next day we left, came back here. Then we found out it was now hedonism too. Wow! So the food was better. Uh, they cut down the beach, so you could didn't have to walk so far to the beach, and uh, they put in a little hut with some booze in there, so you didn't have to walk as far. That, well that's a huge this victory. Was built. Really? Yeah. There so, was no pool there. There was no the only thing there was woods, and then eventually they built the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And after that, they started building more and more structures for uh, bars. This was Delroy's first bar here. Delroy, okay. I yeah. miss Delroy and Skooma. Yeah. Then they put yeah, oh, this scumba. little area here on the end was a grill. Wow! So Robert was the first grill master
1: there. I and, miss Robert too. Yeah. Robert was the guy that uh, I, I just posted a picture yeah. of him on, yeah. on my site.
0: So he would tell me when we first started. Talking about coming here, one of the first things he mentioned was Robert's recipe for jerk chicken sauce. Yeah, like the jerk sauce he would make, which was amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. it's better than it is today. I mean, oh, it's it was
3: a little yeah, different then. I mean, we used to buy lobster; he used to cook it over there. But then they found out so many people have shellfish allergies that he couldn't do
0: it anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Because they oh, use wow. the same
1: grill. Fair enough. So when you know, a lot of people we talk about Heda. We talk about people being naked. We talk about swinging and lifestyle. Obviously, our podcast is a lifestyle-oriented podcast. But hedonism isn't. About that, no, no. It's no. it's about the freedom to be yourself. It's well, about the people you meet. But what's it about for you, and what brought it? Well, originally
3: you in the old days, it was like being a voyeur. <laughs> you know, you came here. The swinging wasn't quite as obvious as it is today. You know, the mm-hmm. public display of affection wasn't as uh, crazy as it is now. I mean, a guy walked on the beach with a heart on, and everybody looked at him and laugh <laughs> uh, So it was a big difference. Most of the stuff was just in the rooms and I guess when it was in the Grill Beach Village they used to post the different types of sex in different rooms up near the dining room. So the whole thing changed and they brought in Sam James to calm things down a little bit. He was he was the second manager here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tony okay. Ferraro who was an owner was the first manager. And Sam was brought in to tone things down a little bit and he did. But things <laughs> okay. were always behind closed doors. Every now and then you walk by a room and they had the door open and come on in. Yeah. But uh that's yeah. a good rule. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, I'm not into the lifestyles. I'm yeah. just into my friends here, and, you know, occasionally if somebody jumps on me, you know, I don't complain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you're lifestyle friendly, and just comfortable yeah, in this I atmosphere. Yeah,
3: all my friends, you know, like yeah. Sherry and Derek, you know, they're my buddies. Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot I've of known, great people here.
3: Yeah, I've known, um, <laughs> i having trouble remembering... I've known a lot of these people for a lot of years, and they, they've they changed, and I got older, and I didn't change. <laughs> so, but, you know, the, the truth is that no matter how straight you are when you get here, after a few trips, you start trying a little bit more, and a little bit more, and a little bit more. And I just did a survey. I don't know if you saw the survey I did. I did. Um, uh, on Joe's site, yes. uh, it came out that 40% of the people that come here were swingers. Wow. Now, I don't know if they were... Full swap swingers are just you know playful, but I did a site on my own and it came out to about 24 percent, and I think 24 percent is a lot more accurate.
0: I think I have to agree. If you had to take like a, a running poll of yeah. everyone who's on this beach today, that's probably pretty close. Yeah, you,
3: you'll find a lot of people here that are into this touchy feely, kissy, you know stuff. Sure, mm-hmm. but Some as flirtiness. far as full swap goes.
0: Nah. Yeah, very few people in the, the game. I mean, you gotta
1: really trust your companion to do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. well that's a lot closer to the national average, which is around twenty percent. Is it? Yeah, so that's uh, that's a lot closer to the and probably a lot closer to reality. So when we talk about ARC, our, our podcast is called Casual Swinger. And it's it means that you're not, you know, we don't this isn't our life. We have children and friends and, and things that we do. Yes. And we come here I, I I'm gonna take a guess for the same reason you do for the friends, the people. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we come here for the experiences, and a lot of your group are friends of mine yeah kind you know, of cool and yeah.
3: rachel i 've known for years, and She's I love wonderful. rachel, it, and it I love doesn't. Uh, yeah. in fact, Sherry and I got friendly online,
2: yeah
3: you know, I thought she was beautiful, mm-hmm. so I friended her, she friended me, and we became very close on the She's internet
0: such a sweetheart and
3: when we finally met it was it was great, yeah. and when I got hurt here, she Checked on me every single day to make sure I was that's okay. Sherry. yeah. And um, so finally I met Derek. And he said to me, of all the guys that talk to Sherry, you're the only one I trust. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so, a fair statement.
3: I don't know if that was a compliment or a blow. <laughs> but uh, I love you, it. you make a lot of friends, way because yeah. you keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And that's why people come back the same week every year. Yeah. Because they know they're going to... You know, I've seen you here f- for years yeah. and I never really got to know you. But when you did that painting and portrait thing, man, I was in love. I thought that was the greatest. In I'm fact, glad we show you do some it this fun. time. I'm right there. You got
1: <laughs> it, man. You got it. We're actually we're uh, we're going to do some really fun stuff this yeah. week. So I hope you do get to participate with yeah. us because the
3: the concept of the hotel has changed a lot because a lot of the stuff the hotel I always felt the hotel was supposed to do, the groups have come in and done it, and obviously John was the first one to change the whole. Uh, concept of the mm-hmm. place. Yeah. He'd come in and he'd, he'd give the lobster to his people and he'd have the cock and tail party and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but what's happened is other groups have come in. The Dirty Pervs, Rachel's Rascals, mm-hmm. Topless Travel. There's nobody finer, no offense taken, but there's nobody finer than Mark and Carly. Yeah. We, we
0: yeah. love those guys. They we host like them a, lot. a lot of parties I mean, near us. Yeah. From,
3: they should come
1: to work for the hotel here. Yeah. yeah, they're friends of ours. We like. Them. Yeah. yeah, they're they're we, phenomenal. And, you know, they come to Orlando a lot. Of yeah, I know secrets. they do. Yeah. So we get to see them regularly. Yeah, and uh, oh. and the, you know, one of my favorite things about Mark and Carly is that they're friendly to everybody, and and not just because it's their business, because they're actually nice people.
3: Right. Yes. Right. right. So we, it helps business care. too because mm-hmm. you draw people into you. Yeah. you. Certainly, you develop your own little group. And and Mark is crazier and convenient. And Carly's (laughs) smoking. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't hurt. But these are the things I always felt the hotels should be doing. And they tried with their entertainment staff. But as time progressed, the entertainment staff went from being big entertainment to more entertaining up on the stage. I mean, these people are really nice and they're really talented. But, you know, compared to what they used to do, it's a lot different. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen, seen that, that dynamic
0: too. change over yeah. the last 10 years since They used to have playing.
3: big personalities here They had this yeah. guy, Body Man. I don't know how far back you go But if you look on my site today There's a picture of some of the original people Like Bodyman and Harold Cornell was unbelievable One of the nicest people you ever want to meet uh, Cheryl was in charge of all the uh, Entertainment And it was just a different concept They weren't as talented But they were more people oriented Gotcha you know? These kids are good, but I think good because it's part of their job. Right? They're yes. really entertainers. Oh, and they're yet
1: dancers and singers and yeah. athletes. Yeah, yes. Winston's doing yes. a phenomenal job. He really is. Entertainment.
0: And he's a very talented man. Yeah, he uh, is. Winston's amazing.
1: He's yeah. uh, there's, there's, beyond reproach, I'd say. Yeah. You see those fancy dresses they wore last night? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They were After
0: gorgeous.
3: After you turn this off, I'll tell you how much each one cost. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Harry wouldn't be
1: real happy with <laughs> that. <because laughs> Well so tell me something uh, and if you can if you can think of it cuz i mean some of this has probably come out in the course of our conversation if you could tell me two things that over your years cuz you've been coming since 1980 so i mean what are we talking about 28 years now uh, yeah well, 30 38 years. 38 years jesus my math is bad i've been yes. in the head a few times it started today. when it was 10 <laughs> so uh, but two things that have stayed the same and two things that are the most different so two things that you know just are still Hedo have always been Hedo or Hedo to the core, and maybe two things that are just different. Well, the thing the that stayed
3: the same is the fact when you get off the bus, it's a different type of freedom. You know, anything you wanted to do in the past, it's an adult playland. Yeah, that's what it amounts to. You can play games, you can meet people, have sex with them, but it's it's a, a playland. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guy that sits at home and wants to have a threesome with his wife, mm-hmm. you know, well, he can come here, it could happen. Man. You know, less at home because you have kids and you have jobs and stuff. Uh, that's the thing that stayed the same. The yeah. thing that's different, I don't know. I don't think many things have changed. I think it's just the amount of sex became more apparent and more intensity than it ever was.
1: So, did we change
3: as as people, as a culture, or did the resort change? I think the resort changed their philosophy because yeah. the new owner is. This is his philosophy. Yeah. You know, he loves it. He wants everybody to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And he wants to have a good time.
0: Really much, I mean, if, if I had one word to describe him, it would be compersive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway.
1: that's a beautiful word yeah. to describe yeah. Harry. And, yeah. uh So we were actually fortunate enough last time we were here, and we didn't get to interview her here, so we're going to do it remotely, but Chris Santilli was here. Right. Yes. And we love her to pieces. We felt and so honored to be oh, her Well, know, I've known I've Chris for
3: thirty-some odd years.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you know.
0: reading her book is what actually made me feel comfortable and gave me the inspiration to get, to come to. I'm him in and her go, second I book. need to go. Well,
1: we're in the third. We're in the third. I, I yeah. Didn't see the third yet. <laughs> it's not out yet. It's not yet. out. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. That's
3: why she's haunting me for pictures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I
3: was in the pool one day and I saw this girl that I just loved. Yeah. I loved. So this other woman came in and started having oral sex with her on the side of the pool. So I went up to the woman and asked her if she kissed me. She said yes, yeah. so she laid a kiss on me. And I said, man, I just ate that woman by proxy.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> and Chris put it in the book. There you go. Second generation eating right there. Yeah. That's, That's fantastic. fantastic. I
3: always had a fantasy every time I came here. Yeah? Yeah. I always had one fantasy that I just registered on the whole week. I, Pursuit? Yeah. Yeah. How to work out? Well, I never did anything with them.
1: But I, I, I <laughs> so is I mean, in your in your mind, your bucket list items for coming to Hedo? Because when you've been coming as long as you've been coming here, there's probably things you've always wanted to do. And I've met people. I met a woman here. One of my favorite stories is a Scottish woman that was here that always wanted to sing, and
0: oh, and that played the accordion. Oh yeah, I remember her. She
1: had never sang in front of people in her life ever. And she did And she had a crowd Of 150 people she Around was her on the She was amazing it's
0: like I think about her To this day And I get goosebumps So she just Let loose And finally did it And then had the time of Well life that was one Of my fantasies
3: too To sing down here Yeah So they let me sing And I cleaned out The piano bar <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: And
3: I still do it They have me sing Just before it's time To close <laughs> It's time to go Howard I <laughs> always wanted To do water sports But I was always Was too lazy to do it yeah. I actually, hard I actually started Playing tennis Coming here yeah? Right And that's Something I wanted to do. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't enjoy sitting in the hot sun all the time, mm-hmm. but I enjoy talking to people. I like moving around and talking and people wondering where I was all day. Yeah? You know? <laughs> what the hell did he so, get into? I have no expectations when I come here. I think that's one of the worst things you can do, come here with expectations. Sure. That's the only way you're
1: guaranteed to be disappointed eventually, right?
3: Of course. At first, I had a lot of expectations. I'm going to do this, do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to have a crazy sex life. (laughs) Well, after being disappointed for 10
1: years, I decided, forget it. Forget (laughs) it. Uh, My grandmother used to say, expect nothing, appreciate everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, do you have any regrets after 38 years at Hedo?
3: Yeah, I didn't do enough traveling. That's the only regret I have. I did some when my kids were growing up, but actually next year I'm going to start traveling. I'm retired now. I've been retired for about five months. And- uh,
0: Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, amazing. After
3: 40 years of working, so I decided I was going to, I'm going to Israel in April and I'm going to do a little more traveling. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the only thing I regret, but I don't regret coming here. I mean, it's been fun. Yeah, It's just that as you come more and more and you get older and older, you're just not able to participate in things quite as much,
1: and that's a disappointment. But I'm still here. <laughs> still, I'm here still here. I love
0: yeah. it. Absolutely love it.
1: So there's one other noteworthy thing, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of noteworthy things about you, but you don't just come here often, and you don't just come here for a long time. When you when you come, you stay a long time. Yeah. Well, so, I
3: use it as a snowboard. Huh? You know, instead of going to Florida, I come here. Uh, if you sit down and really figure it out, you're probably paying a little bit more coming here than you would because you got to eat out, eat out all the time in Florida. Yes. You've got to bring food in. And here, everything is good. I do a lot of stuff for the hotel, too. You know, I run a reunion in New Jersey for them. Yeah. And it's uh, awesome. I also uh, run the Super Bowl party for them. So I do a lot of stuff here. So it's not like I'm just here to uh, socialize. You know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy doing stuff for Harry. You That's know, fantastic. Harry's a pretty cool guy.
1: Yeah. How long do you stay when you come down?
3: We're here for a month this time, usually three to four weeks. Wow. Actually, we're going to try to do something in the month of uh, January. I'm always here February. It's my birthday. <laughs> so we're going to try to actually come down here in January.
0: Well, we'll probably see you in February then. Yeah. yeah. I'll be
3: here. That's crazy. Yeah, so- my birthday's the 26th and Whoa. Harry's the 25th. And we celebrate together. That's, That's awesome. That's perfect.
0: We'll be here. Yeah, we will yeah, we be, be here. We'll be here for your birthday this
3: year. Who do you book through when you book? Uh, direct. You yeah.
2: just
1: book direct? Yeah. Yeah, because
3: I've done it for so long, they still take care of me.
1: That's fantastic. <clears throat> I
3: perfect. don't have if to worry about be. coming in on a Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Does
1: that yeah. mean you get to be friends with everybody because you don't book with one particular tour operator? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. One of the things with even my, my reunion, uh, Kevin will let me bring a travel agent in. I can't take any money from them. I can't associate with them with the reunion. Fair enough. So it's all supported by the hotel. The first year I brought the reunion back, I had Go Classy work with me, and they donated money to me. And then after that, the hotel took it over. Reunion is pretty expensive because we plan a pretty good weekend. Event.
1: So maybe someday you'll come. That would be super cool. Yeah. We uh, we I mean, well... Where do you live? We live in Orlando. Oh, sweet. But we far. travel for a living, so we do, we, we do yeah. get around a fair bit, even to Jersey.
3: Yeah. It's a nice beach too. It's a nude beach. Except the walk from the parking lot to the beach is pretty long. Probably don't want to do that naked, right? No, you can't do it naked. It's a federal park, so you'd end up in jail naked. Oh. But That's too we new. we always have a lot of people and we have a big party too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking of more things that I, are different here, but there's really not a lot different. The difference is that they've upgraded the place. They've made it a lot nicer. Yeah. When I first came here, Beautiful. you'd walk into a room it was all mildew. You had a chest of drawers, a divider, then a bed, and then a window, and that was it. I mean, the bathroom was terrible. And on the top drawer of the... Uh, Chest of drawers was a Gideon Bible and a candle,
2: because <laughs> you
3: never had electricity for a full twenty-four hours. And you needed the Bible. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to put under the girl's butt. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, that's that's too cool. Yeah, but uh, then they upgraded it. I'm trying to remember who the GM was, but Sam James was the first manager under hedonism too. Then Gary Williams, I don't know if you knew Gary Williams, nope. he came, and then it was Kevin Levy, then Richard Burke, then mm-hmm. Kevin Levy, you know, Kevin was sent over to Ocho Rios for Hito 3, and that was kind of a mistake, because they took uh, they took the same concept and divided it in half, and it ended up, this place was pretty empty. Really? Oh yeah, for years it was very, very empty, you know, maybe they'd have 80% at the max.
1: Why do you think that Hito 2 survived and Hito 3 didn't? Um, I don't know. Probably yeah. familiarity. Yeah, that's a good you question. There
3: was a younger crowd at Hito 3. Mm-hmm. Much younger crowd. At a much smaller resort. Much smaller resort. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I really don't know. You know, I've never asked Kevin about it.
1: Yeah. I've heard a lot of things. That's why I was just interested in the conjecture. On what there, did because, you hear uh, that the beach was non-existent? There was Hito no 3. beach. There was no beach. Yeah, definitely no beach. Uh, that the water was rougher because it's a different side of the island. Right, um, and it was colder in the winter. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there was more to do directly around the resort because it was closer to things. Being yeah. how many road. times
3: have you left this resort to do things?
2: Other twice, twice. <laughs> twice in ten
1: years. And every time we do, we regret it. We go, "Why the hell did we leave? The party yeah, was right. back there." Yeah, you know, and uh, and that's definitely the case. I so, go out to eat once for
3: lunch and once. For for dinner that's yeah we it. do a
1: dinner run yeah yeah
0: one night yeah, that's,
1: that's cool. all I do
3: because yeah. every, everything's right here there's nothing better and then you go out and they they treat you to a uh, different fee structure yes <laughs> you know
0: very everything's
3: true. very much more expensive yeah it really is And it's generally not worth it I mean you know who needs to go on a hill and get a piece of lobster and there's you know, a guy that will bring it to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Fireman's Lobster yeah. is
1: arguably better than anything you can get out there. Very good. I yes. would, I would argue anyway. So Fireman's <laughs> a guy that walks uh, down through
3: you. Generally speaking, I haven't been off that much. No, you know, I've been here with my kids once. My kids actually stayed here. They stayed in the no manager's kidding. cottage. That's awesome. Yeah, because I was really good friends with Sam James, mm-hmm. and uh, so they stayed here. His kids were the same age as mine, so. We used to stay there, and uh, I'd stay in the hotel. The kids would stay there, and um, trying to think, Gary Williams probably did more for the hotel than anybody else.
1: Yeah, he really got this place upgraded. So, do you think the upgrades are, are what helped it grow? I mean, because I mean, obviously, no. when Hedo three was in in business, you said that it was down. Um, has always enjoyed the highest repeat there was, business.
3: There was no upgrades here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing. This I'm, place went to hell. Super Clubs ran it into the ground. In the t- early 2000s, when I was coming, it was terrible. This was our cash cow. Yeah.
3: This is where they made all their money to do the other resorts. Yeah. Uh, this place was always bringing in bucks. Yeah. And they used the money here. They didn't upgrade this place. And uh, I remember one anniversary here. I think it was the 10th anniversary. It was the poorest thing you ever want to see. It was awful. Gary Williams had just left being general manager. And uh, he left because he was embarrassed by what they were doing for the anniversary. Really? Uh, because two weeks later, they had travel agents coming in at a big party. And they saved all the money for the travel agents. So it was kind of silly.
0: That did Yeah, that doesn't make sense.
3: So mismanagement nearly sank the resort. Yeah, they didn't care. I mean, they wanted out. And, and they kept selling stuff until they got their money back.
1: John and Harry and company came in and yeah, it's, scooped a- it up.
3: Actually, John is
1: responsible for setting the whole thing up. Is he?
3: Yeah. And uh, Harry finally went with it. Now Harry's the 100% owner here. Mm-hmm. Yes. He owns the whole thing. So he's um, he tries to participate... But he gets sidetracked yeah. <laughs> by, by beautiful
1: women and fun
3: <laughs> things to do. Uh, Kevin's the general manager. Donna's the hotel manager, who's phenomenal.
1: I yeah, love, Donna. love Donna, Donna. Donna Grant is amazing. And yeah.
3: Harry's sister in law, Diane, does this, all the renovations and stuff. And she kind of keeps her eye on everything. Yeah. Plus keeps her eye on Harry,
1: too. Fair
3: enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. You yeah. yeah. might need it. There's been a few 5 a.m. walk. You know, we see him walking back to his room. It's oh, like, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's not unusual. His daughter was here two weeks ago. Wow And uh, it's quite a character I mean she's in med- She's a residency In her uh, Emergency care medicine mm-hmm. Very bright I mean the whole family Is just very Very bright
1: So uh, You know For anybody that, that Is hanging in here With us This is a living history Of Hedonism too, With our friend Howard and uh, what I'd encourage, I guess, any of you to do is to check this out because it has changed so much. But if you could tell anybody, because a lot of our listeners actually go to Desire. like, oh, a- I,
3: I can tell them about it right now. Number one, the food here probably isn't as gourmet as Desire, mm-hmm. but it's adequate on a day-to-day basis. There's nothing bad here. And no, you can eat what you want. You can eat in the restaurant you want. It's phenomenal. Number two, there's more activity here. From what I understand, Desire kind of closes up at night. Mm-hmm. And here, the activity doesn't start till dinner time, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's all day, but it really gets wild at night. Uh, it's, it's just the whole atmosphere here is a lot different. It's not as upgraded, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and you can have fun 24 hours a day. I, I have never been to Desire, but I've had a lot of feedback from my friends, and my friends that went to Desire are coming back here. Those that wanted the fine food, and wanted an upgrade and attitude and stuff, they still go to desire, but not many. Wow. You know, it's just not, uh, it's not hedonism, that's all. They tried, but it's not working.
0: There's no place like home.
3: No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, you can, let's face it, you can do what you want on the beach here, nobody will even turn ahead. But from what I desire during the day, they're pretty uh, regimented. You don't do so much.
1: Right. You know, and it has to be off to the side. Oh, uh, there's nothing off to the side here at Hedo. Well. Howard, thank you very much for taking the time to sit sure. with us a little bit today yes, and tell us about some it. of your experiences. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anytime. Is, yeah. You, As
3: I think, maybe I'll have more.
1: Oh, I you hope so it. too. But uh, I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. And this is Casual Swinger, and we're on the beach at Hedonism 2 with our friend Howard. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. And we have Howard here with us where we're continuing our conversation of a living history of Hedonism too. So we thought we would sit back down with Howard and talk a little bit more about some of the things that he's learned over the course of his 38 years of trips to Hedonism too. And... Uh, hear a few more stories from him, we're going to let Mallory take the lead because uh, I lost my voice this week, so (laughs) I sound a little bit like Sandra Bernhardt or a frog or God knows what, so we're going to let these guys chat a little bit and uh, tell you a little bit more about some of the things that Howard has learned along the way.
0: That's right. So you came to us and said you uh, thought of a few more things you wanted to discuss about the history of hedonism here.
1: Yeah, actually uh, when I
3: saw the party that they had last Wednesday, I started thinking about some of the parties in the past. And I've been through a lot of anniversaries here, and the 10th anniversary here was kind of wild. It reminded me of the party the other night where we had Byron Lee's mm-hmm. group here. Uh-huh. We had a big Monte Gras party. We had people skydiving and wow. all kinds of good things wow. happening. Um, since that time, things kind of quieted down.
1: And uh, until last Wednesday, Things went crazy again.
3: Yeah,
2: Yeah,
1: so tell us from your perspective what happened here last Wednesday. We're going to talk about it to our listeners. Well,
3: obviously it was a a marketing idea on the part of uh, Hedonism. And what they did is they uh, offered a one-day excursion to Hedonism from the Bliss Cruise. And Hedonism set up and put up decorations, hired extra help, brought in extra food. Obviously brought in extra extra booze, because as you know, on a cruise, <laughs> yeah. you have to pay for booze. Yes. At Edenism, it's all-inclusive, so you don't pay for it.
0: That's true.
3: Um, the party was tremendous. It was probably a $100,000 party, if I would say it's $5, you know, if it was a cent. Yeah. It was a big-time party. Oh, it was enormous. They yeah. had it setups was,
0: all over the property. It was yeah. amazing.
3: They brought in 600 people. And on the way here, they had a little accident, it slowed things down.
0: I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah,
3: they had a little motorcycle accident, but oh. I won't go into it. It was, yeah. it's kind of gory. But oh, uh, no. that's yeah, terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, but uh, they got here. Things started off great. It started raining a little bit, kind of right. ruined things, and then it rained again. <laughs> but by the end of the day, it was fabulous. The entertainment was great. Food was great. It was fun. And the best part of it was trying to get everybody back into the bus to go back to the cruise because <laughs> about 99% of them were drunk. <laughs>
0: so well, they, and I'm sure they didn't want to get back on the boat. Though. It looked like everyone was having such a good time. Uh, they had a
3: ball here. It was really, really a great idea. And, in fact, I spoke to Harry. You know, he's on the cruise now, and he said mm. his feedback from the cruise was phenomenal, which is good because it'll bring poor, more people back into hedonism. Yeah. Because as we... Mentioned before, it's really not a swinger's paradise. It's swinger friendly,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: uh, anybody's welcome here. Whether you're a nudist, whether you don't like being nude, whether you don't like being a swinger, it's open to everybody, and it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. because people will find out whether you're a nudist or a swinger.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
3: good people, and they're good to hang around with.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like it's a write your own adventure story, right? Mm-hmm. It's whatever you want it to be. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Exactly. You can come and
1: just do nothing for uh, 10 days or seven days. Or you can have a ball. Well, so one of my favorite things about your perspectives on this resort is that, you know, you're not paid to be an ambassador for hedonism. You're a customer. You pay to come here. Yet, it's obvious to me that you're passionate about what this place means to you and that its longevity matters to you.
3: Yeah, because I, you know, I had a pretty heavy duty job when I was working. And I needed a place where I can come and just unwind. And this was always the place. And when you get here, it's like you're home. And uh, you relax immediately. It's not like going on a cruise and having to get used to stuff or Mm -hmm. going to a new area where you have to get used to uh, staying in a different area for a few days. You're right at home right away. And obviously, after all these years, I have an awful lot of friends here.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's true. Pretty much everyone knows who you are.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a mascot. Whether that's you good or are. bad, I don't know But uh, yeah, <laughs> they do <laughs> That's fantastic So, my friend, my friend tells me that I have no friends left here so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's that right? awesome <laughs> So
1: looking at what happened this week Versus with some of the things that happened in the past You mentioned 10th anniversary, which was 27 years ago uh, Right, because we're 37th anniversary of hedonism uh, what do you think has changed the most between a party that was a big deal then to today? To today? Well, the
3: philosophy of hedonism was always the same, but the money put into the hotel was a lot different. Okay. You know, as time progressed, they used hedonism as a cash cow for them. They built up other hotels as a result of it. They had Hedo 3. They had Braco. Uh, they had places in Runaway Bay. It just made a big difference, and... Uh, they weren't putting all the bucks in tojito and the place got pretty run down and Uh, that
0: was the super clubs regime uh, Uh,
3: yeah yeah it was super clubs and they uh used it just to pay for everything else and you can see the food went bad again after a while i've been here when they had no tablecloths they've had no napkins (laughs) they had to use paper napkins uh, things have changed a lot when harry took over Harry was a guest here, and he knew what this place was all about. He knew what it needed, and he was willing to put up the bucks. Yeah. And he did it, and he's—you know—he's pretty happy. He's probably his own best customer. <laughs> you know, he loves the
1: place. He
0: really, truly does. I was impressed that he went on the Bliss cruise with everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, one of my favorite things about Harry is that he's so approachable. Yes. Uh, and there, no, a lot of CEOs of a resort—they don't. They don't commiserate with their people They don't sit and speak with them and talk to them They don't take their feedback earnestly like like Harry does
3: mm-hmm. Harry listens uh, Harry's involvement with the hotel Isn't as in-depth as everybody thinks it is
2: mm-hmm.
3: You know, he's he listens He shares his ideas But he has family members that work here And Kevin Levy obviously is the GM Right Who basically runs things
0: mm-hmm. But Harry
3: does listen uh, Does he always follow through? That I don't know. But, <laughs> but, uh, well, you can't do everything, right? No. It's not wow. every idea is a good idea. No, he wants this place to be wild. Yeah. This is what he likes about it. He yeah. likes the excitement. He likes uh, the wildness. Uh, he's obviously a people person. Well, did Fair. you catch our party yesterday, speaking of Wild? No, actually I didn't because I've had trouble for the last couple of days. Oh, I'm really sorry you missed it. It was a good. It was, it was very good. good.
0: We played a game called Guitar Hero. Um, and it's basically a spin on air guitar, except everyone was using their cocks as their uh, air guitar, so it was hilarious. It was we one we of the had eight guys playing their play. dicks. I won't miss the next yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: playing their dicks to uh, Sweet Child of Mine and uh, Walk This Way.
0: And, and, and they went at it 110%. We also had them dressed up in feather boas. Yeah, and, Harry would have liked that. And, and, oh, yeah. it, it, was, it was. He's amazing. actually
3: coming back today. Is he? That's yeah. great news. He'll be back yeah. tonight and in a couple of days. He never stays very long. But his brother loves air guitar, so he used he it too. You
1: know, it's, it's, it's tremendous. And, and one of our favorite things to do, much like you, is to see the, the folks around us having a good time. You know, we're customers of hedonism. Yeah. We don't get paid to come here. Right. Uh, this is something that we do because we love it, much like you do. And it's one of the reasons it's so important for us to sit down with somebody that isn't paid to be an ambassador, they do it out of passion. Passion's a big part of what we do and probably why we do the show in the first place.
3: This is probably one of the reasons why some of these groups started, too. Yeah. Uh, I remember back when the Fluffernutters first started, John was just overwhelmed by the whole thought of, wow, open sex. do what he wants. He was just overwhelmed with it. I think and he still is. I was part of his original 12 people that came here. Really? And, uh, yeah, as time progressed, he got bigger and bigger and bigger. And John had some great ideas. But now, obviously, he has a lot of competition. Uh, things have changed. they got some major travel operators that come here now, like yep. uh, Tom K- Stores is here. Castaways. Topless travel. Castaways. Dream. Out. Go classy. But then the you know, the fact that Rachel really got into it, Rachel's Rascals. Yep. I love Rachel, as you know. Yeah, you know, She's one of my favorite people. Yeah. Nikki, you're my favorite now, too. But, <laughs> thank you. But Rachel is probably one of the friendliest people I've ever met in my life. And she's just really sincere and she's real.
1: and That's why they're friends of ours.
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, you can see with her group because yesterday two catamarans went out the other day. One of them was full of rascals, and the other one was kind of empty. <laughs> yeah, there were eighty-three of us on that boat, yeah. and so you can see how much yeah. love she really—it uh, is,
0: addresses. it was, and that was great energy. The best catamaran cruise we've ever been on, That's and good. that was the. I missed that
1: one too. Yeah. We did some ignorant shit on that boat too, right? Because <laughs> keep in mind, we're the hosts for that group, yeah. so we do it, some really. How did silly you get stuff. involved with hosting? Uh, you know, it kind of goes back to we were friends with Jim and Rachel, and we had so much fun just hanging out. And, you know, Jim asked me, you know, how, you know, what's with you? Like, why are, why are you so outgoing and, and gregarious and, and obviously the things you say, I never know what's going to come out of your mouth next. And I said, this is kind of what I do. You know, I, I entertain and I educate. That's my job in the real world, guys. And, uh, and I said, you know, I could probably help you grow your group if you, you know, let me MC a pool party for you. And uh, he said, well, sure, we'll give it a shot. And uh, the next time we did it and our group exploded. Uh, because it turns out people want that energy, they want the passion, they want the feeling. And, and I can't do any of that stuff without that girl right there. That girl right. right there, uh, she's my eyes, she's my ears, she's my conscience. So she lets me say and do some of the dumbest things that any man has ever said and done.
0: <laughs> and it, it's a lot of fun, though, because sometimes I get to be Vanna White, and sometimes I'm an air traffic controller. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's so uh, a good time. You
3: talk about being committed to the hotel. Well, I used to go to a heat from New Jersey every year.
0: Yeah, we met a couple that does that, too, yeah. yesterday.
3: And uh, what happened is, after a few years, I realized that it's not all together. You need more. Yeah. So what I did is, I started running the uh, party mm-hmm. on Saturday Night at the uh-huh. Reunion, and now I guess I'm the honorary head of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've been running, uh, we've been running the party, Diane and I, for about five years now. Five years? Four years? This so is the fifth year, year. okay. And w- we came from having a hundred people there to a massive crowd now. We've had up to six hundred people on the beach, and the party we can't handle more than one hundred and fifty. But it's a big time party. That's fantastic.
1: And, and then mm-hmm. I
3: also run the Super Bowl party here <laughs> in February.
1: So um, well, I think we know. talked about trying to join you after we we did our first segment of this interview. Uh, we talked about trying to join you guys for a uh, heater reunion in yeah. New Jersey. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Check it out and spend some time with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, we're together on Facebook now so we can yes. stay in
0: touch. Absolutely.
3: But the first couple years, now what happens is uh, what's happening now is we get all the groups that come, and they're all represented. Uh, I haven't gotten Rachel and Jim there yet, but I will because they, we'll just, move, there, they just moved this year. Oh, yeah. But uh, we have a lot of groups. The Bubbly Bears used to... Participate big time, but as that group got older and older, the group got thinner and thinner. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we have support of the hotel now, which makes it really nice.
2: Good.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting perspective as well. Do you think as the years have gone on, certain groups that age has affected them, and as as do the groups change? Right, when people get older, do the groups thin out because people get older? Yeah, the or Bubbly
3: you... Bears was like the third third group here first group was the uh, outrageous group and the turtles and the bubbly bears bubbly bears was well over 150 people wow but now if we get 70 people it's a lot and, you know i've been coming for 38 years so you see yeah. a lot of people come and they really go because yeah. <laughs> you know, we've lost a lot of members
0: yeah that's, as time progresses
3: but what's happened is they're not groups like they used to be they're travel groups now You don't get a group that. uh, I take that back. The pin pals are a group that uh, they tell them when they're coming and they make their own reservations. So it's not like you book as a group. Most of it's travel groups now. Yeah. But when groups have people like you, it makes it more exciting. Yeah. Because some of the groups have nobody up that runs things and they're very, very boring. Oh. So, you know, the the best people here are you two, uh, Mark Mays. Yes. And obviously, Carly and Mark, who
1: are yes. lunatics. Yeah, we love those guys. Yeah, it's, I think we said great that. What they do? Yeah, last segment we we love those guys, Carly and Mark. If you're listening, we fucking love you. So, yeah. uh, But so, tell us, how do you stay relevant? At 38 years, hedonism is still relevant. Hedonism is a ubiquitous word. It still shows up in cosmopolitan. It shows up in Playboy. It shows up in. In mainstream media, mm-hmm. hedonism is is synonymous with excitement and lifestyle and nudity and sex and swinging and freedom. Um, Truthfully, yeah. it's passed me by. Yeah. It really has. It it's really funny.
3: has because the things that were really exciting to me at one time, they're not so exciting anymore. You know, I've been there, done that. So it really passed me by in years. But I still come because it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. I have friends here and I like to watch people have a good time but do I participate in everything? Not anymore. You know, I used to do Olympics on the beach, goat racing and all that stuff. (laughs) You know, now the goats run a lot faster than (laughs) me. And uh, I told, I always told Diane that if a woman's willing to have sex with me, She's willing to have sex with anybody,
1: <laughs> especially at my age. Is that the Groucho Marx thing? You know, <laughs> I won't be a part of any club that would have it's me, me a as a member. Yeah. Right, But a member, right. But it's,
3: you know, it's, it's kind of true because we've talked about it, and we just, we've seen it just pass us by. But we've become very good friends uh, with Harry's brother and sister-in-law, so we come and we spend a week with them. Uh, we have other friends with the Bubbly Bears we spend time with. So we do a lot more talking than we do anything else, mm-hmm. but it's socializing and it's fun. That's that is fantastic. that is
0: one of the highlights for yeah. me, is the socializing and meeting new people and seeing old friends. And Doing the up. reunion
3: and doing the Super Bowl and I have, excuse me, two sites on Facebook that I mm-hmm. fool around with. But I feel like
1: I'm still connected to the hotel. Uh, I, I'd say you very much are. I'd, I'd say you're closer to the nucleus than maybe you uh, would admit. You know, and I don't. I don't think being self. Uh, You know, self-deprecating is a bad thing. I do it for a living, (laughs) so uh, I think anybody. Fix the
3: Wi-Fi, then you'll make (laughs) me (laughs) realize.
1: I'm going to see what. That's the only problem
3: with this place. The Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah, everything else is perfect.
1: uh, In in defense of my company, I'll say the Wi-Fi is perfect. It's everything behind it that sucks. (laughs) That's true. That's true.
3: (laughs) But you know, that's that's the Jamaican way, though. If you expect things to be done quickly here forget it. Yeah, it's quickly get, could be two or three days. Soon come month. Yeah, yeah. soon come. It's
0: a re, there's a reason they call it Jamaica time. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: this is one of the things that they're trying to change here. Yeah. And this is why Harry taking over and having an American way is good. Because now they fix things right away We had our air conditioner broken We called this morning It you know, was fixed within 10 minutes That's because I screwed up the remote control but, but <laughs> Damn that technology Yeah it was good I'm, I haven't gotten there yet you know, I'm the type of guy I have a telephone And an 8 year old To show me how to work it but,
0: I'm with uh, you though I couldn't But that's how you it. stay
3: relevant With the place You stay with yeah. your friends you do things. I mean, this, this place really is way ahead of me now. They have a wine bar, a coffee bar. These are things that I've never had here. You guys don't realize that when we first started here, we'd walk into a room, and it was like running, walking into a dungeon. <laughs> the, the room was mildew. It was old. It was dark. I told you there was a candle or the Gideon Bible. Yeah. There was a divider. Then you got to the bed. But I will guarantee you that people were in their room no more than six, eight hours to sleep. They never sat and watched TV. There was none. There was no telephone. There was no nothing. I mean, it was really, really
1: great. Do you think that contributed to the culture of the people being the centerpiece of This the place was
3: crazy even before it became hedonism. Yeah. I mean, it was
1: crazier. And I think
3: I mentioned to you they hired somebody to quiet it down a little bit. <laughs> you know, in the early days. They used to have a bulletin board that had what kind of sex was going on in each room. Oh, wow. And uh, they used to have... Uh, All right, Harry, bring that back. <laughs> they used to have a deal where they had lunchtime spin because they never had grills on the beach here. So everybody went up top, and they had lunchtime spin where they had games that were crazy. Uh, they'd put a girl in the middle of the floor, put whipped cream on it, and invite all the guys to come down and lick it off of her. Uh, the games were pretty crazy. They had what t-shirt contests. They had uh, just crazy contests that everybody had a good time. Uh, as I mentioned to you, the coordinators were a lot different than... than you know, they were more orientated to our games and having fun, not so much orientated to be entertainers. Fair well, some these of these people aren't good. They're great people. They're, they're very amazing. Yeah. They're they've been hired for a different reason than they used to be. Yeah,
1: and that's Winston. Winston has
3: really changed the the yeah. profile. Yeah. Uh, We've known Winston since he started. He's been here about eighteen years. And I have pictures of him when he just started with Diane, and it's funny. He looked like a little kid, yeah. a little shy little kid. You know. Well, look you at Denise. Have... What's Denise doing now? Denise working in the office now. Yeah. Huh. She's getting older, and it's time well, it's time for her to move on. Yeah. Uh, you can't be an EC for all your life because you can't work 16 hours a day your whole life, huh. and that's yeah. what they do.
0: And it's high intensity. I mean, they're, they're on their feet. They're dancing. They're putting on shows. Yeah, They're doing games. I mean, uh, a, lot a lot of people.
3: This week, uh, Ricardo moved on, and a couple weeks ago, Ashiel moved on. And Ashiel and Ricardo were great dancers. They
0: were fantastic dancers. Yeah, yeah Ricardo
3: they, in particular. Yeah. But they are getting older, and you you need a career.
0: Yes.
3: Winston, on the other hand, they kept him here by making him manager of uh, yeah, yes. entertainment. But he because, could have
2: left
1: here and gone to New York.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've often talked about this. Uh, he's really entertaining. But he's a big fish in a little pond, rather uh-huh. than be a you know a, a little, little fish, fish in the a biggest big pond. pond. Yeah, because yeah. it's hard to break in in New York.
0: Yes, it is. You know, because
3: we've often talked to Winston about moving on, and he's happy here. Uh, he likes what he's doing. He's very entertaining, and he hires good people,
1: and he's he's
3: made it. Uh, the show is a great thing now.
1: Uh, he, he's utterly tremendous, and you know, we speaking of some of the new hires. Uh, to, was it tomorrow
0: last night? Tamara, Uh yeah. Tamara
1: is, is brand new and just as fresh-faced as she can be, and she's so sweet. And then Shaboy. a the self-taught the dancer who is just looks like, uh, uh, what would you say, lyrical?
0: Yeah.
3: And th- they're also lucky crazy. because
1: Winston's willing to work with these people yes. for singing.
3: Uh, he's made Miguel tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Ma- right? You didn't know Miguel when he first started singing, but... He was not so hot, <laughs> but he is really good now, and he's a star in Jamaica now. He has a couple records out, and um, he's big time. That's nice. he's amazing. He's actually going to sing at Sunsplash next year.
1: Nice. So think about that for a second. The opportunities that this resort is creating for local entertainers here in Jamaica, right? Because they have a resource like Winston to help uh, you know cultivate this culture of entertainment, whether it's dance, whether it's singing. Uh, I mean, these people are amazing, and some of them. I mean, take Ashley Martin for example. She was an EC, yeah, back in the day. Got fired five or six times. <laughs> yes, she did, <laughs> but she never left for her <laughs> tremendous attitude, right? <laughs> but Ashley Martin, who was up on stage yes, with I me, she did a great uh-huh. job. We, when we, so uh, uh, we hosted. See you guys. See you later. Bye, sweetheart. You we hosted the largest nude party in the history of hedonism. Yeah. We were the hosts for that party at the pool. Okay. It's, that was the no, largest that nude was pool the one party. the other day? Yeah. yeah. On Wednesday. That was it was ours. The largest nude pool party in the history of hedonism. Wow. Mallory and I hosted it. Good. And I thought that was so cool to be able to do that. But And then Ashley jumped up and hosted it with us, and she emceed it with me. Good. And I'm sitting here looking at Ashley going, this is happening to me right now. <laughs> this girl's a fashion designer. She's an actress. She's a singer. And she started right here on the side of this pool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, she did. I was I was here obviously when she was at E C, but uh, a lot of the E C's went pretty big time. Uh, entertainers too. There was an entertainer by the name of A J Brown. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he used entertained here in the early days, and he's done Vegas. I used to go see him in the in Vegas once in a while, and it's fun when they recognize you, give us a nice seat and everything. <laughs> nice. and, but it costs to me a lot of money playing blackjack. <laughs> 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 Blackjack they, um, costs everybody. A lot it's of a good opera. Georgia Brown started off at, uh, Georgia Henry. She started off at Hito. She was part of Roots Explosion. Really? But yeah, her husband then, her boyfriend, owned it. And he, uh, I guess they got divorced and she went on her way. But she went she went and started touring all around. This Melvin Williams, the guy who plays in the piano bar now, Dave. Yes. Uh, he used to play for Melvin Williams back 20, 25 years ago.
1: No kidding. Yeah,
3: he was—he was actually not part of Roots Explosion, but he used to back up
1: in So, for those of you that don't know, who are listening at home or on your ride to work or wherever you listen to Casual Swinger, Roots Explosion is the house band at Hedonism. So, question for you about Roots Explosion: How often do the staff change? Often, 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 <laughs> very often.
3: They, since the early days, they've had trouble getting a good lead singer. Because when they get a great lead singer, they leave. They go with another band. Right. Um, A.J. Brown now, well, he wasn't part of Roots Explosion, but A.J. is actually part of Third World now. He's their lead singer. Uh, okay. But they, they come and go very quickly. This guy's been here probably six months, eight months. Before then, they had a guy who was just out of this. Well, it wasn't so good, but before him, they had somebody who was out of this world. They just seem to move on. It's a good showcase for them. The, the other reggae singer that, that plays here regularly on Jamaica Night.
0: Peter Lloyd.
3: Peter Lloyd. Peter Lloyd yeah. is actually, uh, his agent is actually Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Harry decided to take him on, and he comes here once a month on uh, Jamaica Night. We saw him again yeah. this time, which is our fifth
1: time seeing
3: Peter yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, very, very talented. talented. He's amazing. Yeah. So it Harry is- actually manages him, and uh, it was a good choice. But Harry's willing to help people. And uh, you so said, does Harry have any other
1: people. ties to the resort?
3: I don't know why does oh, who ties other than the fact that Harry manages them? Okay, but um, he Harry's just willing to help people. I've seen him, he's come to our reunion and uh, as a uh, prize for Winston and uh, oh, wow. Diana, one time took him to the uh, music video awards in New York. That's awesome. And the second year Winston came, they brought him, what they go see, Hamilton? Hamil- Hamilton. No. So Harry takes good care of his people, really good care. You know, we heard that this week.
0: We did, from staff, yes. There's
3: a guy on my site, his name is Fada. Uh, I forgot what his regular name is, but he made a comment that uh, these people that don't appreciate Harry should start appreciating him. He pays these people twice as much as what they got when he was here. He says that he pays them very well. He bonuses them. He he loves his employees, and that's very very important. Where before, when super clubs had the employees, they had no idea who worked for them. Yeah, the GMs did, but uh, the owners had no clue.
1: There's a saying in business that people don't quit companies; they quit managers. Yeah. Yep. And and I think Harry understands that very well. Well, yeah. Right. And I think, and of course, you know, the big boss sets the tone. And everybody else follows in step. That's, true. that's uh, true. Whether you're a father, whether you're a business owner, whether you're just a manager of just a couple of people. I, I look forward consider.
3: to see what the next upgrade's going to be because yeah. the rooms are done. Now they're working on the uh, community room. And I think that's going to be uh, two people are going to do massage and stuff in there and uh, the tantra stuff. That's the, the former squash courts, right? Yeah,
1: they were squash courts that were never used. Because <laughs> they, what it was it? Six people on the planet play squash.
3: I actually used it a lot here. Really? Yeah, because it rained a lot it's when we one came of here six. over anniversary. <laughs> Truthfully, every anniversary we had here it rained. No kidding. Yep. Everyone was the last two years. It's been pretty good. That time of year. Everyone around huh? rained. They had to move
1: everything inside. Well, uh, you know, with my voice being what it is, I'm going to let Mallory take us out. But, Howard, I want to make sure that you know how much she and I appreciate your time. And not just your time here with us, but what you've done here at the resort and what you do outside of this resort to help continue the awareness. Why don't yeah, you take I, us out and yeah, let people know. I
0: can't say that to me, better. Uh Thank you so much, Howard. So thank you guys for listening. I'm Mallory. That's Mickey. You can find us at casualswinger.com or anywhere you can search Casual Swinger, which is S-L-S twitter facebook cassidy sdc and i'm missing one.
1: Oh, I, I <laughs> but I, you
0: guys know where we are
1: that's right and you know what we're going to put a link in our synopsis that lets you know where to find howard in his hedo reunion group so if you want to learn more about this place you want to talk to the man the myth the legend yourself you can do that we're going to put that in the synopsis for you and uh, we'll come at you with some more casual swinger here shortly
0: Welcome back to Casual Swinger, guys. I'm Mallory.
1: And I'm Mickey.
0: And we just want to thank you uh, for listening to these special episodes regarding the living history of hedonism. We hope you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Howard Herenstein you just heard from. And if you haven't followed him yet on Facebook, go check it out. They have a little group called the Sandy Hook Reunion uh, on Facebook, so you can go check those guys out. And uh, if you're a hedonist, if you've been to Hedo before and you love Hedo, go check it out. And uh, that'll do it for this episode, right?
0: Yes, it will. I'm gonna go find a dirty banana on the beach.
1: Oh boy! Well, hey, <laughs> find us a sequito if you're here, and make sure you play our game. What's under my hat? It's on Twitter, and uh, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow with John Gross from the Fluffer Nutters for the Winds of Change. Woo-hoo. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.